one time summer camp. Am, am I close enough to the mic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You don't have to eat the mic. <laughs> no, no, you, no, you don't. Oh. Um, John, I <laughs> want to show you what I got the other day, though. Um, can you see it? No, because you've got Logan in the background. Yeah, I what? See Logan. Hang on. Hang on. My computer is being <laughs> All we see is Logan <laughs> laughing over your shoulder. Hang on. Do you see it? Like he's a little like, bit closer oh, to your face. Stein. There you go. Oh my gosh, I don't have mine in a Stein. Well, I don't know why not. You know, so next to me, I have what I was drinking this morning. I have my thermos. Wow, that would hold a lot of beer. <laughs> it only it, it it only holds one point one quart. It only holds a liter of beer. That's nothing. How many bottles uh, is that? Three. I don't know. Four. I don't know. Alexa, how many ounces are in a liter? <laughs> one liter is about thirty-four fluid ounces. Thirty-four fluid ounces, so almost three beers. Oh, dude, I'm so good. You have twelve ounces. Hey, that's perfect. Just what really? you need to get your day started. <laughs> Apparently, our podcast is also sponsored by Amazon. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, they get enough money. We don't need Just to help to... them out. That's so true. Wake up in the morning, crack a cold one, put a dip in, and... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, making lots of money, how about we get started on this uh, amazing podcast, right? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to this one time at Summer Camp. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Thompson, and I've got my two co-hosts here, uh, Aaron Colwick. Say hi. Oh, I'm supposed to introduce myself. I see. Just say hi. Uh, yeah. You don't have to introduce yourself yet. Oh, um, hi. There we go. And John Davidson. Hello. All right. So uh, to introduce yourselves, we like to do a get-to-know-you question uh, of some sort, you know, like the camp variety. Um, so... I honestly, I had a question about a week ago, and I forgot it. A week ago? Yeah, I had a really good one. I was like, oh, I'm excited to ask him this question. Um, Listen, not being prepared was my thing today. <laughs> Don't take that from me. Oh. I'm sorry. I will. No, I'll, I'll just uh, wing it, because that's what we do at camp. The more we wing it, the higher we fly, is what I hear oh. what people say. Oh my that. gosh, that you is heard amazing. That, that is no. so cheesy and so yeah. amazing. No, that's like the model to live by. Because that's, that's the camp. The more you wing it, the higher you fly. Tattoo it right here on the arm. Gold. I, that's that's going to be... I need to make a new sticker for our <laughs> our sticker shop. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good I mean, one. That's, that's what we've been doing on the show. We've been winging it this whole time. <laughs> Speaking, I don't know about you. I, everything I've been doing has been meticulously planned. Oh, <laughs> How dare no, you? No, nothing. nothing's <laughs> been planned out. Um, but speaking of winging it, I want to ask you guys, since I just ate dinner and food is still on my mind, what is yeah. your favorite winged animal to eat? It's like winged anything that you're eating. Buffalo. Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> Buffaloes have wings, right? Buffalo wings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, favorite winged animal to eat? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, oh, crap. I'm going to be, like, really boring if I just say chicken, right? 
<laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> well, that's really funny because I was also going to say chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I can't pick chicken, or like okay, get specific go. with the chicken, don't just say chicken, but like what type of chicken? Really get into the meat of it. What type? They're... <laughs> the meat of it. <laughs> Thanks, John. Good God. Good God. <laughs> uh... <laughs> like chicken breast, like chicken wings, chicken nuggets, chicken tenders. All right. Like. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Chicken soup. My, my chicken soup. What? <laughs> my name. <laughs> My favorite part of the chicken is the soup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my, let's see. Okay, I'm Eric Hollick. Um I used to work at uh, Camp Stoney in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Briarwood in Argyle, Texas, or Copper Canyon, Texas. Um, and currently am working as a youth director at a couple of churches. And I guess my favorite winged animal to eat is chicken. Because I don't eat a lot of other winged animals. You know what? No, no, no. No. Actually, I got a better one. Bacon. <laughs> that picture. Uh, bacon wrapped dove. Yeah. Because like the, the dove, the dove meat. Yes. Because <laughs> um, the meat, like when you when you go hunt dove, like the meat is so like small, like there's not a lot of it. And so you cook a bunch of them at once. And so I wrapped it. Uh, you wrap it in bacon and then you grill it and oh my gosh it's delicious it's the most texas thing i've ever heard you say it sounded so <laughs> texas when do you go hunt dove <laughs> where do you even hunt dove like i don't think i've ever seen a wild dove is there a place for it or don't you don't you live Are in dallas serious? Don't, don't, man <laughs> yeah man you don't there... go to down you don't go to your downtown by your buildings and just and just shoot no no dove oh. hunting's pretty big down here uh I I don't know where you you go to places where doves are. You go hunting, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What do you? Uh, what? I don't know. Well, my name I, is John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a former program director, um, counselor, camper, all that lovely stuff uh, at a camp here in Idaho. Um, my favorite winged. I, I just have to go with chicken. I don't eat a whole lot of other winged creatures. Chicken, and I like the uh, the legs. I've always been a leg man. Do you eat them like barbecued or deep fried or? The more fat, the better. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm real hungry. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Jeff Thompson. Uh, I am a this. program director in Wisconsin currently at Lutherdale. I've also served at Sugar Creek in Wisconsin. And my favorite form of ch- uh, form of winged animal <laughs> to eat is also chicken. Ooh. I hate you guys. <laughs> Big surprise there. Uh, but I like chicken wings. Like, they're my Ooh. favorite. And bone-in, because boneless is cheating. Sorry. Oh. I'm not sorry. I love boneless wings. It's Less just, work. Yeah, yeah, but dab you know, it in the mouth, easy to done. It never yeah. quite tastes the same. Like you get a good bucket of just bone-in wings. Ugh, I love it. That that that's really true. But I love being able to shove as much food as possible into my body, <laughs> and boneless helps me with that. I feel like with bone-in as... though, like I can eat twice as many wings as I can with boneless. 
Yeah, because inefficient. But so, okay, which is, <laughs> sounds cooler if I say, hey, I ate 30 wings tonight for dinner. Or I ate 10 wings for dinner. Like, which one sounds better? That's did, okay. Fair. Did, fair. did either of you ever have, like, chicken wings at camp? Like, was this ever a camp meal? We no. do here at Lutherdale. Our chef makes chicken wings. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. He's also spoils this is us. My, this is the one time I will support one single camp. Uh, go to Lutherdale, everybody. They have chicken wings. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Speaking of loving wings, who's got our camp hack? <laughs> I think I've got the camp hack you today. Uh, all right, so I have a different kind of camp hack. I don't have cowboy coffee. Uh, I'm gonna, this, good. Is, this is more of a camp hack for your, the parents of our campers who are prepping them to send them to camp. Um, I started trying to think about things I used to tell our parents that were a little weird, if they, especially if their kids were first-time campers. A couple of things. One, you should always send um, like plastic bags, like uh, shopping bags with your oh. kids. Because it's great to store like muddy clothes in. Oh yeah, and that's so, a good one. And so if you if it, it's super easy and cheap, and just throw it, just throw like three or four of them in there, and it's great. Um, also, if they are bringing like whole shampoo bottles or conditioner or anything like that, open it up and put like a little bit of saran wrap over the top and screw it back on. It'll keep it from mm-hmm. spilling while it's in their bag, right? Then the big one, I used to put this on our camping list, like on the packing list for airplanes. Throw in a couple of those um, those fabric softener sheets you throw in the dryer. Mm. Put like two of those in their bag. It keeps their stuff from smelling. Oh. Um, like their daily lunch, so your, can- your cabin doesn't smell as bad. Um, th- hardly they would do that, so we would also give our counselors like a box of them, and they would just give them to all the kids. And then uh. one last one. Oh, go ahead, John. No, no, no. You finish and then I'll be smart. <laughs> okay. Then one... <laughs> and then uh, one other one I had was um, to... It, some of the kids use, like to use an excuse of like when they're taking a shower, like the line's too long and they're super exhausted. Keep like a package of like baby wipes or handy wipes under your cabin and be like, cool, I totally get that and you're going to take a shower in the morning. That's That's great. You should at least like bathe your face off and stuff like wipe yourself down before you go to bed because you, you're nasty and it <laughs> helps again like the smell and stuff of your cabin oh so just goodness. some simple packing tips that that is huge first of all for any counselors out there that have boys from the ages of you know to 12 to how old am i uh <laughs> so important like i've never smelt anything worse than the end of the week for a group of seventh grade boys walking into the cabin it's oh i don't even know how to explain it it's just one of those things you have to smell dude it's worse than a locker room like the end of a week cabin smell like the campers will have gone home and I'll be doing cabin checks to make sure they look good so we can end the week. And I'll walk in. I'm like, what? What is that stench? Like, who did this to my cabin? <laughs> and now, I mean, it's it's just absolutely not their fault. Those poor kids are going through changes. But my goodness. 
It no, is. it's their fault. It's their fault. Come on. It's hundred percent their fault. No, no, no. They're in the wrong, John. <laughs> oh, and that's what camp directors think. It's always the kids' fault. It well, I mean, we think it because it's true. So, anyways, <laughs> there's your there's your camp hack for the week. Uh, goodness. Well, thanks yeah. for that, Aaron. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Aaron. Man, you're welcome. Um, yeah. So, John, you've got our story for the week, right? I do. I do. Awesome. Um, I I do. I am prepared for this. Um, <laughs> Makes one of us. So this this is more geared towards the the director side of camp. Um, and what would you do in this situation? Oh, good. Uh, it was a few years back. I, we send out each summer. We have a canoe group. It's called Canoe Camp, and they no go way. out to a lake called. Yeah. <laughs> It, they go out to a lake called Redfish Lake in the beautiful Sawtooth Mountains of Idaho. It is overlooked by the Sawtooths. You are right at the base of them. I mean, some of the tallest peaks in Idaho and in the country are right there. Um, and they're called the Sawtooth Mountains for a reason. They're, you know, they, they look like a saw blade with all its little teeth jutting up and poking out. So you go out on this lake, this canoe group, they go, uh, they pack up all their gear. It's an adventure camp. Um, they're going to live interdependently underneath the stars for uh, about a week, five days. And so I get them all geared up. I'm prepping the counselors. Uh, only one of them has been on canoe camp before. The other two um, are lifeguards and very willing to go and very happy to go. Um and I say that because I feel like with staff, when we, we get them ready for the week ahead or the weeks coming ahead, there's no preparing them for what might happen. And that is so true in this story. <laughs> um, you, I mean, they can be absolutely willing to do anything. And then come at the end of the week, they have just been thrown for a complete loop. So this group goes out. It's a busy Sunday. And I'm just exactly, or just exa- excited that they they they're out. We've got all the kids there at camp. All the counselors <clears throat> are settled in with their group. I'm kicked back and relaxed. And dinner comes around. Eat dinner. Then they get their camp tour, and then it's worship time before bed. So I'm getting ready to go to worship, and I get a phone call. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll answer the phone just before I go to worship. And it was so good that I did. I answer the phone, and it's one of my staff members that I had sent out on the canoe group. Now, two things are very important here. Where we sent them um, is considered the backcountry. Their cell phone should not work. Uh, they are at least three miles away from there. There's a lodge on the lake that does have internet access and a cell or a phone there. Um, but they, they are in the back country. They are, you know, and we, we geared them up ready to go out and, and survive the back country. Well, I get this phone call and they say, Oh my gosh, we've been trying to get a hold of you. I'm like, immediately my senses are heightened. I'm like, yeah. okay, what's <laughs> like, going it's never on? Good. That's never right. good. Right. Right. What, what, what's going on? Um, immediately my, 
program director mind kicks in. How are we going to fix this problem? What are we, what are we going to do next? They said, we got to camp and we set up our camp. We were getting ready to cook dinner and we turn around and our bear bag is gone. Now we do live in bear country up there where the camp is at. And (laughs) so they turn around, their bear bag is gone. They're like, Oh no. Did we set it somewhere? Did we lose it? Did we leave it back at the boat launch? Where is it? They go around a couple of trees, and right there is a full-grown bear with their bear bag in its <laughs> mouth, sitting there, staring at them, wondering what they're doing there, because obviously this is that bear's food. And... <laughs> Their first thought, obviously, was, oh, no, John's going to be so mad. And I'm like, we'll get to that in a minute. But they, that was the first thing they thought, is what they told me later. Um, The second thing they thought is, oh, we should get out of here. There is a bear right there. So they leave. They go back to their camp. Um, They are now without a ton of the food that they were supposed to have for a week. A week out on the lake. And... So they they come back to camp and they're they're trying to decide what to do. Um, they decide that they're they're going to camp through the night, hang up all the rest of their food in another bear bag that they brought. Um, but that bear decides that it's just going to be absolutely at home in their campground. It keeps coming back, and it oh is my not scared of them whatsoever. They have these four campers with them, three staff members, four campers, and they they are being pushed out of their campsite by this bear. And finally, kind, at the last... What kind of bear is it? Uh, up there, it's just a black bear. Okay. Yeah, not just, but it is a <laughs> black bear. Okay. Uh, it, and they, they're kind of a, a trash bear. They, yeah just about anything they're the, rac- they're the raccoons of the bear family <laughs> oh yeah and they, it's pushing them out of their campsite it's getting very close to them the kids are getting worried um and so finally it's pushed them to the point where they're actually back out on the dock that they dropped their canoes off at they've got all their life jackets life jackets oars everything right there and this bear is just continually getting closer kids are getting super scared counselors are getting worried not only for the camper safety their own safety and the fact that they are four miles three four miles away from anything without all of their gear and all this food so they make the decision to canoe back to the lodge and try to get a hold of somebody which i i I thought was a, a decent choice. It was a choice that they could make in that situation. They canoe back at that time. Uh, they made it back well before dark, so they, they didn't put themselves in danger canoeing anything like that. So I get this call. They say, what do we do? As a program director, what do you do in that situation when you get that phone call? I just want to say, as a program director of a camp that – was in the middle of a city by Dallas Fort Worth. <laughs> I have never felt more ill-equipped to answer this question. Oh yeah, I've never even seen a bear. I have no idea I don't what know. I would do. I, I think you could. 
All right. Like um, if you had said that they were being har- if they were being harassed by, you know, a possum, I would be well equipped to answer this. It's a big possum. <laughs> uh, okay. But no, I, I, I think even to, even taking the bear out of this situation, what do you do for these staff members that are super concerned? These campers that are, I mean, it was that was their first night. They're barely getting to know each other. And they've already been through, frankly, a terrifying situation. A bear has pushed them onto a dock. How many? Yeah. How many more nights are they supposed to be camping and doing that? Uh, four more after that. Four more? Oh my gosh! Wow. So what do you do? To I mean, these kids are going to be up at camp for that week either way. What do you do? All right. Um, I guess I'll go first, uh, Aaron. If that's okay with you. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll let you have that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, my thought is like, I I don't know anything really about bears, but I feel like you have to mark your territory and you have to like be assertive, right? Because isn't the thing like you want to try and scare them? You be okay. big. Isn't that right with bears? You want to be big? <laughs> is that not real? Oh my gosh. John. It, 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 de- it depends on the bear. Oh, so- see, I don't know anything about so- bears. There, there's a lot of different uh, media pushed ways of how to handle a bear, okay. but I think for the the sake of this situation, that bear was so aggressive that it's not about like standing up Got to it. the bear. It's about the steps that you take after this. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Well, I say Jeff, you can't pee in a circle around your campsite no, and no, establish no. I got territory. This. That's immediately where my mind went to when you started talking, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) No way. So my thought is, okay, one of these campers or staff has to have some drugs on them, right? Like it's Idaho. You guys, everyone there, you've got to have some drugs. So you you take what food you have left, you drug it, and you give it to the bear. (laughs) Right, so, uh, this, this did not go the direction I thought it was going to go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so we are talking about a... Gosh. Okay, no, continue. Oh my gosh. That was it. That was as far as I thought out the part. Okay. <laughs> I just okay. put the drug and some food and try and drug the bear. Oh, um, drug the bear. What, what if the only <laughs> drug they have is like cocaine then you're just amping the bear up man well you go back in your canoe and then it goes crazy and runs away like it's a solid plan so pause (laughs) just just pause right there first of all i am and to my knowledge i've never had a camper or a staff member bring cocaine to camp (laughs) (laughs) least of all have i ever had a, a anybody bring cocaine on a adventure camp like, okay, yeah, here's my canoe. Where's my life jacket? Where's our cooler? Oh, where's my bag of cocaine? I just, I just Aaron assume. said cocaine, not me. I just said drugs. John, John, I'm just assuming that in Idaho, it's just potatoes and cocaine. That sounds about right. <laughs> like, you have your potato museum, and then there's the Pablo Escobar museum right next door. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Well, oh right, so what I would Jeff, actually that, do, right. though, that's not what I'd really Jeff, do. Come on. I'm barely. Jeff, oh, that, that, Jeff, that got me. I'm, I'm, 
I'm crying over here. Yeah, me too. I was about to call box. <laughs> Don't call my boss. Uh, so no, what I would really do though is they're at this this lodge or wherever this campsite you talked about. Um, if it's not possible to go get them, that'd be kind of my first instinct would be to bring them back to the main site, um, just because it it's hard to come back from that during the week. But if they have to stay up there. Um, he probably for the first night, see if there's a way for them to camp indoors because they're probably going to be freaked out if they camp out outside. Um, yeah. Uh, again, I'm not sure what the lodge situation is or whatnot. Um, but I would, you'd really have to like hammer hard with the staff. Like, how do we learn from this? How do we grow from it? Um, probably avoid reading the second King story with the she bear mauling the 42 youth. Um, <laughs> that would be a bad thing for devotion, which is what I normally no, use for devotion. No, no Elisha devotion. Yeah. Like that's my go-to. Right. But probably skip it for this time. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, it not knowing enough about bears. Like, could you okay. go back the next day? Maybe it's left your campsite, or can you find a new campsite out there? Like, I, there's a lot of questions yeah. that I wish I knew more about it and how to handle it. But first off, okay. I try and yeah, find uh, them somewhere inside. Make sure the kids are calm and safe. If they're really freaking out, like, find some way to get them back to camp if it's possible. So. And drugs. Okay. No, I, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, what I was going to say is kind of similar, but a little different. Like, I, I don't know enough, right? Especially about your surroundings, but it sounded like you were kind of far from a lodge yeah. or something. So my idea would be you, you obviously don't want to just cancel what you're doing. Um, and so from my knowledge, I, rem- I the black bears aren't aggressive, aggressive. Like, they're not looking to, like get you it's more of they're they're just hungry and this one sounds like he was a very hungry animal and is just needing that food um and so maybe a couple of ideas would be a during the night um if you can't sleep indoors then setting up some sort of like a watch essentially like (laughs) okay your your counselors aren't going to get a full eight hours right but um, then at least you got somebody that's kind of watching out and make sure the bear's not getting into their stuff. Cause if you make a lot of noise and stuff, it might not want to be there. Um, and then secondly, if you're able to relocate it all, like if you know the area and there's different, uh, setup points or anything, then, you know, being able to camp out at those sites maybe. And then also, you know, I, I don't know what kind of setting you were in as far as like a park or forest or whatever but if there's some sort of authority that manages that area just letting you know that like hey we've there's one around here that's being a little more aggressive than usual um at least in our experience and then maybe they're able to kind of drive it from that region or at least coax it out of that region with some other food or something like that um yep that's okay. what i've got <laughs> all right <laughs> So first of all, I think um, did we nail it? Throwing you for the throwing you for the loop of uh, you know a bear when neither of you have really dealt with bears. Uh, that was tough on you, I think. Um, <laughs> you you are so nice, John. <laughs> ethically, it's probably not a great idea to feed that bear, coax it in any way, <laughs> because. No, and and for a real reason is that that bear will learn that behavior. Oh yeah, and then this bear becomes a continuous problem um, for not just your group that's yeah. there, but other groups that are around. Um, 
I'm sorry. Are we talking about the ethical <laughs> ramifications of giving a bear cocaine? So that's that's no 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 no. We've moved past that. I I blocked that out of my mind because <laughs> yeah, <Aaron>. um, <laughs> I was not going to justify that with an answer. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm laughing. I sound very serious, but yeah. um. No, but I think that's one of the the cool things about camp too is that you you can learn um, how to take care of nature, what's appropriate for it, what's great for it, and to live amongst it rather than um, live in fear of it, live in the mindset that you have to control every piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, camp does a great great job at that especially the the outdoor camp that i have seen um so uh, in this situation the staff members they did canoe back the few miles um from their campsite where they had set up camp again back country off the beaten path not really a campsite it's the site that they chose for that time um they got back to the the lodge that's on the lake on the other end of the lake they called me I went ahead and I went and picked them up. They had their canoes. So I, I, I got their canoes, everything. And we went back to our camp, which is about 30 minutes from there. Uh, we set them up sleeping inside of a building uh, inside one of our cabins, which I, I, I thought that was very good. I think Aaron was the one that said that is get them inside. No, that was um, me. Thank you. Yeah, so, that definitely, you that much. was definitely me. That was <laughs> <No>. Definitely me. <laughs> get out of here. So props to both of you for thinking about that. Um, get them both inside or get them, get them all inside. Um, get them feeling good about their surroundings again and get them back to level. You know, they've hit this peak of fear, this peak of, you know, they're, they're probably pretty burned out. They have exerted, they've canoed first of all, six and a half miles that day. They've been run out of their camp by a bear they didn't get dinner, um, but in midst of all that, they definitely got dinner when they got back to camp. Um, so getting them back to camp and getting them inside and getting them comfortable with the surroundings again. I mean, they're at camp. They're already uncomfortable. They're not at home. They're not, you know. So calm them back down. Um, but then setting your staff up. I did. I was able to talk individually with each one of those staff members and. Um, explain to them, you know, I thought the choice that they made was a good choice. It was, there's so many choices that you could make in that, in that moment, but, um, reaffirming the staff, making sure that they feel okay, because that's going to set the gear for the rest of the week. And especially for the campers, they're going to be looking towards these staff members to say, okay, we just got pushed out of our site by a bear. Is my staff member going to fall apart? Or are they going to move forward with this? And are we going to have a great week? And that's exactly what these three staff members did. They had an absolutely great week. We changed up our plan. The next day, I, I canoed back with the group. We cleaned up the campsite, you know, tried to make it look better. We tried to find the bear bag, everything, so that we weren't leaving trash off in the wilderness. Uh, we cleaned that all up. We brought them back. Um, we drove them. There, there's a few lakes around us. And so... We switched up the plan to where each 
day or every other day, they were hitting a different lake and just canoeing around it and then coming back um, to camp. So that they, that night they did get that, that comfort of the indoors, you know, with that experience with the bear, you know, probably wasn't going to be okay sleeping outside all week. Um, They did still cook their food outside. They had everything was outside an adventure other than sleeping inside at night. Um, And, you know, at the end of the week, they weren't talking about the bear at the beginning of the week. They were talking about the, the different lakes that they canoed and the different things that they saw. Um, They were more worried about or not worried, but they were more excited about, two deer in their campsite than to tell their parents that then, you know, Oh, the bear on the first night that tore our cabin or our camp apart, you know, that poor so, bear, that poor bear already forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just another <laughs> one of those, one of those moments of, you know, how do you support the camp, the camp counselors so that they can support the kids and get them having an awesome week. And also, pulling a completely new program plan on Monday morning uh, when you've been planning this camp program for months ahead of time. Man, good uh, story, John. Yeah, thank you. Um, so bears are really great. I do want to end on this. <laughs> bears are awesome. Um, they need to be respected as creatures. Um, they are a wild animal. Um, but they're also, we need to take care of them too. We need to make sure that we're watching after their environment. And, uh, if you're packing it out or you're packing it in, make sure you're packing it out with you as well. That goes for trash bags, socks, whatever you're taking with you, make sure you're taking it home. Bears are actually my favorite undomesticated animal. Hmm. Yep. John, you always do such like wholesome stories with like really good moral points to them and like talking about how we need to pack it out and pack it in and all that stuff and And then Jeff rolls in with duct just underwear. Talking about duct tape underwear and drugging bears. So you know, um, we're really killing it on this podcast. Let me, let me if, just there was, say, if there was a prediction that I didn't think would be accurate, it was that John was gonna be the moral compass of our podcast. Uh yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Somebody had to bear that weight. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you did it! Yeah, trust me, there's so there's good. plenty of BS in my mind too, in my <laughs> in my stories. So we'll get to them. We've got plenty of episodes. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Hey, by the way, uh, Jeff, super excited that we have a Facebook page now. Yeah, Ooh. we do. Uh, thanks for mentioning that, Aaron. Great segue. Uh, yeah, so thank you, um, Aaron, for your camp hack and John for your story. But if you would like to stay connected and know what's going on, you can find us on our Facebook page. It is just search this one time at summer camp. And it's right there. Like us. Uh, we're going to be posting some interactive stuff on there to kind of like see what you all think of stories or what you would do in these situations because we want to hear what you think too. Um, yeah, so follow us there. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm super excited about that Facebook page. Um, thanks to everybody who has liked it already and who is get you know starting to follow us. I think that's super awesome. I would love for that. I would love for this podcast to not only just be like an integral part of your day to day thing of like um, or a week to week thing at least of like 
you know, breaking up the monotony of what it is to be sometimes work in an office setting and camp and this summer being a little different. But also, you know, we'll start posting some stuff of like a way that we can be a resource for you guys as well. And then we'll let us know how we can partner with you and do things. I think that this is just an awesome way that we can just be another part of that community. And I, I, I think, and I hope you two are okay with this, but like send in your questions and we would be happy to, you know, open it up to our audience. Oh, yeah, um, send so in the good. question at the end of the show. We'll bring that up and mm. um, see what the, see what our audience has to say about <laughs> your conundrum. <laughs> Yeah, so you can also, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us your stories. If you want to share any story of like, here's a crazy situation, what would you do? You can email us at this number one time at summercamp at gmail.com or you can Facebook us or anything else. Um, yes. Anything else, guys, do you want to say before we close off here? Don't give bears drugs. Fine. Gosh. <laughs> Pack it in, pack it out. Just give him a little cocaine. It doesn't hurt. It's... <laughs> oh my goodness. We are not condoning. Oh. <laughs> we have found John's line. Oh. I'm a serious stuff, though. Do not give bears drugs or any animals drugs. It's right, very babe. bad. Or people, oh you know, God. just don't do drugs. Like, stay in school. Alright, well, I'm going to uh, sign us <laughs> off, so thanks everybody, and take care. See you guys. Thanks everyone. <laughs>